Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday, the 8th of April, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the seventh day of the month, Nisan, just exactly one week from Leil HaSeder, from uh, Passover Eve, when we will sit down to our Seder meals. And um, by now, in ancient times, families would have been traveling and journeying, making their way towards Jerusalem, towards the temple. So these are exciting times. And this week, our Torah portion, or parasha, is called Metzorah, which means leper. And today's reading, the sixth one, is Leviticus 15, 16 through 28. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If any man has an omission of semen, he shall bathe all his flesh in water and be unclean until the evening. Every garment and every skin which the semen is on shall be washed with water and be unclean until the evening. If a man lies with a woman and there is an omission of semen, they shall both bathe themselves in water and be unclean until the evening. If a woman has a discharge, and her discharge in her flesh is blood, she shall be in her nida seven days. Whoever touches her shall be unclean until the evening. Everything that she lies on in her nida shall be unclean. Everything also that she sits on shall be unclean. Whoever touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. Whoever touches anything that she sits on shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. If it is on the bed or on anything she sits on, when he touches it, he shall be unclean until the evening. If any man lies with her and her nida is on him, he shall be unclean seven days, and every bed he lies on shall be unclean. If a woman has a discharge of her blood many days, not in the time of her nida, or if she has a discharge beyond the time of her nida, all the days of the discharge of her uncleanness shall be as the days of her nida. She is unclean. Every bed she lies on, all the days of her discharge, shall be to her as the bed of her nida. Everything she sits on shall be unclean, as the uncleanness of her nida, and whoever touches these things shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. But if she is cleansed of her discharge, then she shall count to herself seven days, and after that 
she shall be clean. That was Leviticus 15, verses 16 through 28. Today's portion from the prophets is Isaiah 36. Now in the fourteenth year of King Chizkiyahu, Sennacherib king of Assyria attacked all the fortified cities of Judah and captured them. The king of Assyria sent Rav Shakeh from Lachish to Yerushalayim to King Chizkiyahu with a large army. And he stood by the aqueduct from the upper pool in the Fuller's Field Highway. Then Eliakim, the son of Chilkiah, who was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and Yoah the son of Asaph, the recorder, came out to him. Then Rav Shekeh said to them, Now tell Chizkiyahu, the great king, the king of Assyria, says, What confidence is this in which you trust? I say that your counsel and strength for the war are only vain words. Now in whom do you trust that you have rebelled against me? Behold, you trust in the staff of this bruised reed, even in Egypt, which, if a man leans on it, it will go into his hand and pierce it. So is Paro, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to all who trust in him. But if you tell me, we trust in the Lord our God, is it not he whose high places and whose altars Chizkiyahu has taken away, saying to Yehuda and to Yerushalayim, you shall worship before this altar. Now therefore, please make a pledge with my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give you two thousand horses, if you are able on your part to set riders on them. How then can you turn away the face of one captain of the least of my master's servants, and put your trust on Egypt for chariots and horsemen? Have I come up now without the Lord against this land to destroy it? The Lord said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim, Shebna, and Yoah said to Rabshakeh, Please speak to your servants in Aramaic, for we understand it. Do not speak to us in Judean within the hearing of the people who are on the wall. But Rabshakeh said, has my master sent me only to your master and to you to speak these words, and not to the men who sit on the wall, who will eat their own dung and drink their own urine with you? Then Rabshakeh stood and called out with a loud voice in Judean, and said, Hear the words of the great king, the king of Assyria. The king says, Do not let Chizkiyahu deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you. Do not let Chizkiyahu make you trust in the Lord, saying, The Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Chizkiyahu, for the king of Assyria says, Make your peace with me, and come out to me, and each of you eat from his vine, and each one from his fig tree, and each one of you drink the waters of his own cistern until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards. Beware, lest Chizkiyahu persuade you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. 
Have any of the gods of the nations delivered their lands from the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamat and Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharvaim? Have they delivered Shomron from my hand? Who are they among all the gods of these countries that have delivered their country out of my hand, that the Lord should deliver Yerushalayim out of my hand? But they remained silent and said nothing in reply, for the king's commandment was, Do not answer him. Then Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and Yoah the son of Asaph the recorder, came to Chizkiyahu with their clothes torn, and told him the words of Rav Shakeh. That was Isaiah chapter 36. Our portion today from the writings is Proverbs 17. Better is a dry morsel with quietness than a house full of feasting with strife. A servant who deals wisely will rule over a son who causes shame and shall have a part in the inheritance among the brothers. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the hearts. An evildoer heeds wicked lips, a liar gives ear to a mischievous tongue. Whoever mocks the poor reproaches his maker. He who is glad at calamity shall not be unpunished. Children's children are the crown of old men. The glory of children are their parents. Arrogant speech is not fitting for a fool, much less do lying lips fit a prince. A bribe is a precious stone in the eyes of him who gives it. Wherever he turns, he prospers. Who, he who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates close friends. A rebuke enters deeper into one who has understanding than a hundred blows into a fool. An evil man seeks only rebellion. Therefore, a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. Let a bear robbed of her cubs meet a man, rather than a fool in his folly. Whoever rewards evil for good, evil shall not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is like breaching a dam. Therefore, stop contention before quarreling breaks out. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous. Both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. Why is there money in the hand of a fool to buy wisdom since he has no understanding? A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A man void of understanding strikes his hands and becomes surety in the presence of his neighbor. He who loves transgression loves strife. One who builds a high gate seeks destruction. One who has a crooked heart does not find prosperity, and one who has a deceitful tongue falls into trouble. He who becomes the father of a fool grieves, and the father of a fool has no joy. 
A cheerful heart makes good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. A wicked man receives a bribe in secret to pervert the ways of justice. Wisdom is before the face of one who has understanding, but the eyes of a fool wander to the ends of the earth. A foolish son brings grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. Also, to punish the righteous is not good, nor to flog officials for their integrity. He who spares his words has knowledge, and he who is even-tempered is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is counted wise, and when he shuts his lips, he is thought to be discerning. That was Proverbs 17. Today's portion from the Apostles is 1 Peter chapter 1. Peter, an emissary of Yeshua the Messiah, to the chosen ones who are living as foreigners in the diaspora of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in sanctification of the Ruach, for obedience, and for sprinkling with the blood of Yeshua the Messiah. Grace to you, and shalom be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, who according to his great mercy caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Yeshua the Messiah from the dead, to an incorruptible and undefiled inheritance that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who by the power of God are guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. You rejoice in this greatly, even though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved in various trials, that the proof of your faith, which is more precious than gold, that perishes even though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Yeshua the Messiah, whom not having known, you love. In him, though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice greatly with joy that is unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Concerning this salvation, the prophets sought and searched diligently. They prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching for who or what kind of time the Ruach of Messiah, which was in them, pointed to when he predicted the sufferings of Messiah and the glories that would follow them. To them it was revealed that they served not to themselves but to you in these things which now have been announced to you through those who preached the good news to you by the Ruach HaKodesh sent out from heaven, which things angels desire to look into. Therefore prepare your minds for action. Be sober and set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Yeshua the Messiah. As children of obedience, not conforming yourselves according to your former lusts as in your ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, 
you yourselves also be holy in all your behavior. For it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on him as Father, who without respect of persons judges according to each man's work, pass the time of your living as foreigners here in reverent fear, knowing that you were redeemed, not with corruptible things, with silver or gold, from the useless way of life handed down from your fathers, but with precious blood, as of a lamb without blemish or spot, the blood of Messiah, who was foreknown indeed before the foundation of the world, but was revealed at the end of the times for you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing you have purified your souls in your obedience to the truth through the Ruach in sincere brotherly affection, love one another from the heart fervently, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, through the word of God which lives and remains forever. For all flesh is like grass, and all of man's glory like the flower in the grass. The grass withers, and its flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached as good news to you. That was First Peter chapter 1. And if you are reading through the apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Matthew five twenty-seven through 48 today also. Well, today I want to share a prayer request that came in, and it is kind of special because it is a listener who is asking for prayer for us. He says, my prayer is that Harriet, Johanna, Sophia, and their families receive health, safety, and prosperity in return for their good service to Hashem, that is to the Lord. Amen. Thank you. And I really do ask for prayer, especially for my children who are struggling with some health issues. And um, we're trying to get to the bottom of it. And I would really appreciate your prayers for that, as well as for the rest of our families. Well, if you have a prayer request that you want us to share with everyone, please send it to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. And we'd be honored to pass it on and to pray for you as well. That's it for today's episode. May you have a blessed day and go in the strength of the Master. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.